Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm Sarah Chilcott. And I'm Steven Gutenberg. <laughs> why did he do it? I don't know, James. Why did he do it? <laughs> Sorry. Steve in. Is it Steve or Steven? I think it's Steve. Okay. Gutenberg. One hell of a name. Also, who is he? Why does he exist? I mean, I know he is, but he shouldn't exist. Really? Now, the truth is... That's a hot take. I'm going to put my back to you girls. <laughs> yeah, he's like, we're in timeout or he's in timeout. I don't know. There's a lot of films made over the years. Some great, some not so good. This one might be one of the worst. We don't know yet. We don't know. Now, Ashley, who's starring in the film? Go. You are Stephen Gutenberg. And? Kristen Dunst. What age? I don't know, 14? Very young. <laughs> now, did they make a movie about terror, tower, t- tower of Terror? T- 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 tower? <laughs> t- 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 tower of Terror? I'm so terrified. <laughs> this is how I they found did. out we're going to be watching this movie. Yeah. I pulled up to the house. I was 10 minutes late. Well, here, let me just side story. I left my house mm-hmm. with plenty of time to get here and then got stuck in traffic. So I peeled almost all of my nail polish off on the way here. We live in a traffic vortex. Stressed out about yep. being 10 minutes late to a podcast recording. Yeah. I pull up and I have a text from Ash that says, Sarah! <laughs> and I just responded, I'm here. And then got a text back. James says, cute. Yeah. Cute. And then what happened? And then I walk through their gate and James opens the door yeah. and sets something, I couldn't tell what it was, on a box mm-hmm. and then just backs into the house and shuts the door. Yeah. I get up there and it is the DVD recording of mm-hmm. the Tower of Terror. Yes. And it says something about like MGM, whatever the studios was. Uh, Walt Disney World's... It's the longest name ever. You remember seeing that? <laughs> we'll, we'll read it to you after we watch the movie. Is it almost like the intro to the electrical parade? <laughs> yeah, dude. Or anything at Disneyland? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeesh. So yeah, we're going to do that so you don't have to. And um, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Just do I- givers. Is there something I hear before... Wow, this just in. It's 83 and partly cloudy at not Disneyland. I like how I kind of went up and down to that one. Yeah, it was impressive. It's 81 and partly cloudy at Disneyland. Almost the same weather. Cool, great. Yeah, moving (laughs) on. Moving on. As James indicated earlier, we are going to be watching The Tower of Terror, Mm. the 1997 film. Yeah. Starring Dr. Stephen R. Gutenberg. <laughs> now, have either of you ever heard of this movie until you found it? No. no. Someone pointed it someone out to us. Out. Probably Rola or someone yeah. okay. of that ilk. Like, you guys should watch this. Like, hey, have did you know that that exists? And I was like, no. No. Um, something you should know is that I had to next day order it. <laughs> Oh, like no. an absolute psychopath. A like, I need the Tower of Terror, and I need it tomorrow. We need it. <laughs> and it came in time. You'll be happy to know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a 1997 made-for-television supernatural thriller. I'm not going to say it's a thriller, because it's probably not very thrilling. Mm-mm. But we'll find out. We'll find out. It was a presentation for The Wonderful World of Disney, the television program. Right. 
Um, it was Disney's first film based on a theme park attraction. You don't say. It took that long. Yep. Wow. And it was the only one produced for TV because the rest of them were really good and went to theaters, i.e. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, that's probably the, the most successful one by far. Have there been any more? Well, Haunted Mansion. Oh, that's that true. That we watched but that wasn't with Eddie good Murphy, either. right? Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and that might be it. I'm trying to think. Yeah. yeah. Listeners, let us know. How wrong we are. It, it gets you thinking, like, what else could they do? I was talking to Asher last night about Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. You know, they could do it like a like a, a sci-fi horror. Basically yeah. Event Horizon. Basically Event Horizon. <laughs> yeah, that would be an interesting like, Disney production. Like like climbers are on a mountain, you know, like Everest style or something, K2 mountain. They're, they they're fall climbing. into a crevasse. They fall into a crevasse. It turns out to be a portal to hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it's just chaos from there i want one that's done after the canoes <laughs> oh my god yeah, that's it that's just, just canoeing in a circle yeah. that's just the last of the mohicans <laughs> yeah right that's just called a family vacations vhs right from the 90s well it's important to note that this film has no connection to any incarnation of the twilight zone okay i was wondering that yep they okay. did not Which want to take ownership of that weird because that's what the ride is based on yes yeah, yeah. Definitely. So let's make a movie on the mechanics of the ride only. I'm dying to see this. That's incredible. <laughs> so it's basically just a weird, it's a Pepsi version of Haunted Mansion. They just kind of, it's like very similar, but not quite as good. We'll see. RC. Yeah, an RC <laughs> version. Um, it was filmed uh, partly at the actual attraction in Orlando, which is Oh, neat. well, that's cute. Okay. And the rest was filmed on a stage in Hollywood, as you do. Yeah. Um, it is not available anywhere streaming, as Why I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You cannot find it anywhere other than a $5.69 DVD that you can overnight from Amazon. Which she did. So we have not put this DVD in yet, right? No. no. You haven't tested it? No, it may Watch, not work. maybe it doesn't work. What if it's just porn? Could just be. Just homemade porn. Yeah. And you just ordered overnight. You overnighted that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be the worst thing of overnighted. We'll see. We're watching whatever's on it. Well, James That's is right, and we're reporting. And we're going to report back as the Twilight or as the Tower of Terror. That's right. It's yeah. canon. This is the movie. This is it. Uh, James originally wanted to watch a double feature. Sarah, I'll have you know that he wanted to take up two movies worth of your time to do Tower of Terror yeah. and then Spooky Buddies. Yeah, no. we're going to get through all the Buddies <laughs> movies, Sarah. Okay. We've watched. What? You have to prepare me for that one. Which one did, was it? Santa Buddies. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Was what's his name? Like Lil B or something? The uh, like yeah. gangster dog. <laughs> he was. He was <laughs> something like that. <sighs> well, okay. So here's the quick little synopsis. All right, hit it. Prep to prepare us. Okay. Journalist played by Steve Gutenberg. You want to take a crack at what his name might be? Uh, I'm gonna say Carl. Hal. His name is Buzzy Crocker. Oh. <laughs> you could have given me a hundred years to guess that. <laughs> Buzzy Crocker would be a great cat name. <laughs> Did you say Buzzy Crocker? Yep, yes. That's yep. my cat. As played name. by Steve Gutenberg, that's yeah. his full name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Buzzy and his young niece, Anna, played by Kirsten Dunst, investigate a 1939 mystery in which five people vanished from a hotel elevator on Halloween. Ooh, that does sound spooky-ooky. Now, does the name Kirsten piss me off? 
It does. <laughs> of course it does, Because it almost... Kristen, it is. But is it Kristen? No. no. So it's Kirsten, and that pisses me off. Now, the Rotten Tomatoes percentage audience score for this... By the way, there is no critic score. It's just left blank. <laughs> Critics didn't see it. <laughs> so it's not even zero. They just don't acknowledge it. And the audience gave it 53%. Wow. So that's, that's a toss of the coin. Pretty good. That's a toss of the coin, bro. Okay. Well, I'm prepared. Yeah. Um, Anything I'm better than Santa Buddies. physically only. Not mentally, emotionally, no. spiritually. How could you but, be? Um, let's do this. I'm sexually prepared. Well, it's 3 p.m. <laughs> on a weekday. I knew it was porn. <laughs> <laughs> Tower of Terror. Yeah, you know it what I mean? is. It's 3.30 yeah. on a Thursday. Yep. <laughs> James said when I walked in, let's watch a shitty movie in the middle of a work day. Yeah, if you're one of my clients wondering why I'm not answering my phone, this is why. So you're welcome. All right. Let's go do it. Okay, bye. We'll be right back. Boy, oh boy, that was a doozy. So boring. I'm going to stand up. Huh? <sighs> I'd wake up. Yeah. I need to shake off the Gutenberg. Well, wow. Let's yeah. just start at let's, the top. Okay, let's start at the top. Okay. So it starts out great. Yeah, really fun. It's like the first couple minutes while the credits are rolling. We're like, oh, this seems like a warm Disney family 1939 movie. Hollywood. Well, it's not to like. It's like swing dancing yeah. and big band kind of music and everybody, mm-hmm. lots of great costumes. Mm-hmm. And then we're in the 90s, and it's Steve Gutenberg, and he is... Kirsten, Dun- Kirsten Dunst's uncle. <laughs> uncle Buzzy. Uncle Buzzy Cocker? Buzzy Cocker. Sure. Buzzy Crocker? Doesn't matter. I don't know. We'll Cocker. Go Cocker. Buzzy Buzzcock. more appropriate. Yes. Buzzcock. Uh, yeah, it's just really boring. Before we get into like the plot and details of our notes... Something that we were talking about is this is a good example of one of those movies that it wasn't bad enough like Santa Buddies that was so it was so bad that it was funny and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, how do they make this piece of shit? This was not that. It was it was too good to be entertaining, but not good enough to be an actual good movie. It was so boring. There was enough of a plot and enough like Decent enough special effects for like an episode of for a show. Twenty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. One Not is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's yeah. it. Yep. Yep. Uh, and also, again, nothing to do with the attraction. No. The the only well, similarity was exterior shots of Hollywood Tower of Terror, mm-hmm. which was good to see, cute, whatever. But the, but that was it. It was just a haunted hotel. But I mean, that is enough. For me, that, that's, that's kind of what the whole thing was based on. I it's suppose just, so. I it think, wasn't yeah, you're Twilight right. if they, Zone. If but... they had kept that theme, but made it a fast moving script with punctual editing and <laughs> like, let's get through all the filler and get to the fun. Like, Ugh. we don't need to slow down the dialogue just to make no. it last longer. In which fact, is what they did. ridiculous. Good point, Sarah. In fact, we had to speed it up to 1.5 just to get through it. Which made it so much more bearable. Oh my God, <laughs> and so it turned it into bearable. a comedy. What was shocking was how much of it was still very normal like this, like conversational speed. How could that have taken any longer to come out of someone's mouth? Right. It really kind of showed <laughs> what actor was 
Layla, let's deliver yeah, these yeah, lines. Yeah. Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst sounded too fast. Yep. Old Gutenberg sounded just right at 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> and the old lady, woo! Yeah, yikes. She still sounded slow in yeah. some moments. Yeah, very slow. Um, so Steve Gutenberg, or Buzzy Cocker as we'll call him, he uh, he writes for the National Inquisitor. Right. So it's, National yeah. Enquirer, basically. Yeah, it's the National Enquirer. And right. also, I believe, the Global Enquirer. The National Inquisitor and the oh. Global Inquirer. Oh, okay. He's had many important... And hey, guys, visually, how did you know he was a journalist? Because he had a camera around his neck, see? <laughs> the whole time. Even in, like at his niece's house for some goddamn reason. All right. Keep going, Sarah. Uh, Well, the Plot next lies. thing I... Yeah. Um... What is the plot? So he's the uncle. He's the uncle of Kirsten Dunst. He's trying to find some interesting, juicy stories and he for keeps his mag. Kind of making shit up. So he's got like quote, photos that one what? of one of the things he made up was yes. quote frozen ghost from no frozen ghost found in freezer. Yeah, that was a headline that he came up with. And at one point, he shows it to somebody saying it was all fake. See, it's my niece in a sheet. You can see the stripes. Yeah. Okay, so find his... Find a better sheet, fi- Definitely find a better sheet. His ex it plays is played by some actress, doesn't matter her name, because <laughs> she looked like who, guys? Catherine Zeta-Jones. And what did Ashley call her? Catherine Beta-Jones. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wrote Catherine Zeta-Jones, quote, light, which was funny enough. Yeah. You guys gave me a couple laughs. Uh-huh. Then Ashley followed it with, you mean Catherine Beta-Jones? <laughs> Every Good time job. she came on screen, we said it. And hey, it was funny beta. every time. So, yeah, she's like the... I don't know if she was like the head someone. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She works at the big the big newspaper. The big newspaper in Los Angeles. the Banner or something right. like that. Right. So he's, he's like... Oh, God, it's so boring. Who it's cares? It's so boring. It Who doesn't cares? matter. It doesn't matter. So fast forward, he, he finds a tip that this... this Hotels haunted or whatever. But the tip is brought to him by this rando old lady. Right. Who's that just, just appears in his living room in his one living day. Room. Yeah. yeah. He's like, do I know you? And she's like, no, but no. I know you. Right. <laughs> and she tells him that she knows all about this famed Hollywood story. And by the way, you guessed in... that from the beginning. Go, she's the witch. <laughs> yep, obviously. Well, at first I said she's the little girl. Oh, right. No, yeah. you said she's a witch, right, Ash? Yeah, we had the entire movie figured out in the first five minutes. Yeah, we sure yeah. did. So she's she's there to tell him that she has an inside scoop on what happened in 1939 when these five people disappeared in an elevator shaft. Right. And all he has to do is take this old key that she's wearing around her neck and <laughs> go to the Hollywood Tower Hotel mm-hmm. right. and find the spell book that one of the five people in the elevator which by the way we were so excited we're like yay fun here we right. go let's find some some spooky ghost stuff from disney and, and then just more him meandering around a hotel lobby covered in dust just going hmm and oh <laughs> and opening a book and then closing a book so he goes opening a drawer closing a drawer and i actually wrote Many minutes. <laughs> Silence. And then you and also the only wrote... thing that happened is he walked in and put a flower in a vase. Yeah. And then he walked around the lobby 
for many so, no, minutes no, no, like in minutes. silence. Silence. Nothing is happening. No music. And he no comes dialogue. back to the vase, and the flower's gone. No, but before Ooh. that happened, we heard. So yeah, that happens for a while, and then again, you get you get excited because you're like, oh, here comes the ghosts. Because you start hearing, ooh, and Sarah asked, is that ghost coming? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> is he coming? Is technically yeah. what you said. So that was fun. Um, uh, yeah. That was basically that. And uh, little weird people throughout this movie that we knew. Yeah, like the, the groundskeeper to the hotel was played by the big fat actor that played Friar Tuck. Friar Tuck. In Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And what does he say in that movie? Um, uh, you did it, it earlier. Uh, <laughs> I, but you may! Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he sings a lot. He's a slosh around with beer. We've all seen it. Ale. We were in the 90s. Yeah, ale. Oh, and let's not forget Jan from The Office. Jan right. from The Office. She plays one of the ghosts. Who is Gutenberg's love interest. Kind mm-hmm. of. Shows up as an actress applying for the role that... It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's right, Sarah. Yep. It doesn't matter. Like you said while I was trying to explain this plot, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. No, that's right. But Jan did show up in a really cute dress. She did. Later. She did. No, no, in the beginning, the first, the first scene, one. She shows oh, that up was in the, the cute, cute dress. dress. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With like the birds and stuff on it, or flowers. I don't know what it was. Doesn't matter. And she had a weird old Hollywood accent, which at one point James was like, "What's with the accent? Is it like?" New York? Is it... Yeah. Or Southern Belle? Southern Belle? I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? It was was one of those three. Also, one of the ghosts apparently was Irish. We didn't know it till halfway through the movie, at least. (laughs) When it was sped up. Yeah, that was what gave it away. (laughs) He suddenly said last. And was like, like, oh, that's the accent. sort of kind of Irish. We think. There is a bellhop that was a midget, but he was like kind of shorter than the little girl it was weird and kind of offensive but i think part of it was just bad special effects back yeah, then you know what I, I mean i can't even tell if he was actually short me neither like a like if he was in a real life at all as short as he was or i don't if think it was he was just... i just think it was told terribly also the whole entire film was cut because as you pointed out early ash this was a made for tv movie mm-hmm. and boy was it cut that way Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. out of nowhere, where it just fades and then it comes back. Like, what just happened? What? So one of the first scenes where you see the people that disappear in the elevator shaft, it's like in the in the credits, and the little girl named Sally Shine. She just Ugh. she's like a um, what's Shirley her, Temple. Yeah, Shirley Temple. She just comes in with her bouncy blonde curls, and she's so annoying. Yeah. And both Ash and I said something really derogatory about this little girl and then the next scene that she pops up in ash goes i want to drown that little girl <laughs> and then the next scene she That's said right. god i want to punch that girl <laughs> amazing it's funny while you started talking i was thinking man i really she's just the most drownable little girl <laughs> forgetting that i already said i wanted to drown her <laughs> yeah so like surprisingly so many actors that you recognize not like big name people, no. but a lot of those like character actors. Hey, it's that guy. Hey, hey it's that guy. Yeah, Why is that guy in this? Vaguely familiar. At one point, I said, "What did I say?" I said, "This this movie feels like when you play. It yeah. feels like one of those video games where you're kind of just doing chores." That's what it felt like <laughs> to watch that movie. It really did. Yeah, it was like you were just watching people go around and yeah 
touch things. Yeah, like in Red Dead Redemption. You have to just go like... Press X. Go give laundry. Ho- go give oats to your go horse. Go give oats to your horse. <laughs> You're like, hey, man, Pet- I could just do chores in real life. Pat your horse. But at least without Tell her there's she's a, a good horse. <laughs> Tell her so much patting and brushing your horse. And you have to or the horse won't go. You have to do it. <laughs> but at least in that goddamn game, there's a there's a fucking payoff. You're a fun cowboy guy in the 1800s and you get to shoot guns and like ride fast on horses. But instead you're just Steve Gutenberg. Sort of just talking <laughs> With vanilla. a camera around your neck. There's a weird scene where uh, there's the lady is like in the basement of the hotel and she's concocting spells yeah. and she's got candles and yeah. it's just stupid and ash said they're giving our pe- my people a bad name <laughs> my people. witch appropriation yes this is so derogatory well that's a lot we're just throwing stuff at the wall and hopefully it sticks for you yeah um, um it wasn't great do you guys have any like amazing moments that you wrote down because i don't really but i did write down fish tastes like shoes yes i also wrote fish tastes like shoes i remember that steve gutenberg when he was approaching Catherine beta jones in her in her journal (laughs) journalist office he was also kind of hitting on her yeah saying he wanted to take her to that fish place that crummy place in malibu where the fish tastes like shoes what what who wrote that why would you know what a shoe tastes like yeah and why would you want to go back yeah um I wrote down another National Enquirer, but not National Enquirer um, title, Talking Dog Possessed by a Spirit of Mr. Ed. That's right. <laughs> I was like, I want to read that. I wrote down Headless Guy on a Remote Control Gurney. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, and that was cool. Yeah. But then it went away so fast. I also wrote down One and a Half Speed is the Way. Yes. For this Why movie. did I write, quote, my grandpa was Dewey Todd? Was that Friar Tuck that said that? <laughs> yeah. But why is that important? The best part is that... Do we talk? The next thing I wrote down is James is not tracking <laughs> at all. At all. At all. At one point, he was like, oh. <laughs> so it's the old lady is some... And we were like, no. <laughs> no, I, could, I can't not... track that. That's, there's, nothing, there's nothing that like sticks for me. It, there's got to be some... You know, come on. Let's chop this up a little bit here. So the best thing sped up, though, is Uncle Buzzy. <laughs> yeah. Uncle, Uncle Buzzy. I would say that the best thing sped up is, so Melora Harden, who plays Jan on The Office, she gets to sing a song at the end. Oh, yes. And we were listening to her sing with vibrato on 1.5 speed, and that was hilarious. <laughs> she sounded like Snow White. <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah. They well, find a, a trunk. Of the old lady's stuff, because oh yeah, you know, it turns out that the old lady who came to Gutenberg is actually the sister of Sally Shine, one of the people that died in the elevator shaft or disappeared. The Shirley Temple girl, yeah, and they realize that sixty years later, this old lady is her sister, and she was jealous and tried to kill her or whatever. But they find that out because in her nursing home room. The, Where she like escaped a year before. Yes. They go in and find a trunk. And inside the trunk, there's like a hidden compartment. And it's full of newspaper clippings from 1939. And like and a decapitated doll. Yeah. It's the most PG serial killer thing I've ever seen. There's a newspaper clipping with bright red lettering that says, suffer. Suffer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, yeah. at one point, Sarah, as I wasn't tracking, I looked over and you hadn't said you hadn't said anything for like twenty minutes. I know. You looked either angry or you were about to fall asleep. Both. <laughs> so that gives you a, a feeling of what this movie. Yeah, I love what it felt like. She was stress not, eating peanut butter pretzels the entire time. We all were. I actually asked, is it okay if I just literally binge eat these? And they're like, that's why they're there. That's yep. why they're there. Um, well, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, again, it, Disney has a history of making movies that are either so bad, like the Disney Channel style movie, that they're so bad that they're fun again. Or they make great classic movies we all grew up with. This was neither somehow. Man. You My put it in between. Ultimate not for favorite me. thing, though, that happened during the movie, not to talk about the movie because the movie's ridiculous, but when they reveal that the old lady was responsible, Ash said, I knew that bitch was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That bitch was a bitch the whole time, and I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, From I minute one. Didn't like it. <laughs> It wasn't for me. No, it was awful. I I never need to see it again. And I hope that this little recap makes it so you don't either. Yeah. Well, that's what we're here for. I mean, also good luck finding it. Hey, here's the thing. If you want it, (laughs) I will send send it to you. (laughs) The first person to reach out to me on Instagram and say, I want that Tower of Terror DVD, I will ship it to you. Hell yeah. We'll autograph it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yep. Become a patron first. <laughs> yeah, the first patron. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, we'll just send it to anyone. Literally anyone. Because we don't want it. I mean, if you want to prank your neighbor, yeah. I'll send it to them. Yeah. Um, I will say, so there there was a, a second adaptation that was in the works since 2015, actually. And Scarlett Johansson was going to be the star. Oh, my God. Really? Uh-huh. And... Um, like Taika Waititi was going to direct it, um, but then of wow. course ScarJo and Disney had their beef over Black Widow, so there were rumors that the flick was going to be canceled. But then, oh, I remember there were things where it wasn't going to be canceled. But then mm-hmm. I tried to find any information on it, and I haven't heard anything since basically this time last year. So Crazy. I don't think it's happening. Well, now I want it to. Yeah, nope. that's or do I? Now. Yeah, I do. No, it needs to it needs to be done. You need better. a palate cleanser. Yeah. Yeah. Or not. I mean, either way. I just want to see Steve <laughs> Gutenberg back on the big screen. Ooh, maybe he can play the bellhop this time. Aww. Well, before we move on, um, let's let's give a quick rating. Let's do a uh, Rotten Tomatoes style, you know, percentage wise. Mm. Zero, you know what that is, and 100% is the best movie ever made. 26. 26. What do you got, Ash? 45. Yeah, I'm more in line with Sarah. I'll give it a 20. Wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked. Because yeah. you actually said several times, that's fun. That's what pisses me off about it. Yeah. That's why you went so low is because you, you're not mad. You're just disappointed. I'm very disappointed. Movies <laughs> shouldn't make you feel like more checked out and bored. Like, I can't wait for this to be over. Yeah, that's not the point of a an entertaining piece of art. I wanted to have to pee, so I had an excuse to get up, <laughs> and I didn't. God damn it, I'm just, my bladder is just so comfortable right Ugh. now. Like, you know, you take any of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, some of them are better than others, but by and large, you don't need to, 
I can't tell you what the hell happened in the third Pirates of the Caribbean. No. It doesn't matter. That's my point. I'm it's, entertained the whole time. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun, man. Eat some popcorn. And then it ends. You're like, great. Mm-hmm. I feel better. <laughs> I don't feel sleepy. Yeah. As Sarah said, it was a 25-minute piece of content that mm-hmm. was stretched to 89 minutes. That's, that's exactly what if it, it is. If it was 25 minutes, I would have given it like... 50%. That's yeah. the, the most accurate Maybe assessment. Maybe even higher. Yeah. Well, here's to you, Walt Disney Productions, or whatever the hell that was called. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the cat's name? Buzzy Crocker, as played by Steve Gutenberg. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> well, we also want to just remind you that we are still doing our Patreon push. Um, it started uh, last week. October 1st and goes through Thanksgiving uh, at any point during that time. If you become one of our Patreon patron supporters, mm-hmm. you get free stuff. And not for that much. Isn't that right, sir? That's right. As low as $3 up to $10 a month. That, that's like a cup of coffee a month. That's less, less than, than a cup of coffee. That's like a Snickers bar. That ain't nothing. King that's, size. Yeah, King I was going to yeah. say, that's... Come a, on. A nice. Where Snickers are you bar. buying that Snickers bar? Like Even Whole more Foods? to my point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it would mean a lot to us. We want to uh, double down on this podcast, and you got to keep these mics hot. Got to keep them on. And oh, thank you to those free. of you who have oh, joined. Totally. Yeah, we've got since. some new people. Oh, wow. I know. It's really cool to see. Um, you guys are awesome. And I'll be sending out stuff Yeah. Um, shortly. I've kind of been waiting for batches to send out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patreon, and uh, if you can't do that, we totally understand. Do us a favor, tell a friend about the show. Make sure you're subscribed to all the things, and uh, rate and review the show. That would be awesome. please. Hey, guys. What's up? Got a little game for you. Oh. Woo! I found this on the information superhighway. Oh, is that the interwebs? Yeah, it's the internet. That reminds me, I really want to find the movie The Net starring Sandra Bullock and watch it. (laughs) Oh, dude, I... Who knows what that's about? I mean, who knows? Like, is that... Hey, did I ever tell this story? This reminds me. I love when James says, hey. Hey. <laughs> I was in... It was probably about seventh grade. I had just met... Oh, I know this story. My friend, Chris Crummett. Mm-hmm. We had probably... Ha- we had the internet at our house, I think. Yeah. Maybe in some small, minimal way. So little that I barely knew what it was. Right. right? His his house, his dad was very like into technology. He was a music producer. He had a bunch of equipment and, and a computer. So one day we were at his house. All the boys are over there, like slumber party time at Kremen's house. And we go upstairs to his bedroom and you have to pass his dad's office. I point at the computer and it's just the desktop. Uh-huh. Just the desktop. And I point to it and I go, is that the internet? <laughs> <laughs> that's how old i am and how stupid i am Kermit never lets me live that down it's like dude do you remember when you asked me if the desktop was the internet um, comes if, up all the time if anyone has the net on dvd or vhs Please. hit me up i yeah. have no way of playing either <laughs> i don't own a single thing that can play a dvd or vhs and photoshop my face over sandra bullock's face <gasps> in the cover oh. is this the internet is this the internet <laughs> enhance enhance <laughs> all right you ready Trivia yeah. question everyone knows that cinderella lost a glass slipper as she left the ball at midnight 
but did it fall off her right foot or left foot? Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to say it was her left foot. And just to be a contrarian, I'll say right foot. Is indeed a left foot. Ooh. Yeah, I actually thought that. Because mm. I was picturing uh-huh. when they're trying on the shoe. Yeah. Okay. okay. The handsome prince in Snow White and the Seven Doors is probably the most mysterious out of all of the Disney princes. What is his name? He doesn't have one. He does. Does he? Oh, mm-hmm. is it Charles? No. It's a weird one. I didn't know this. Bertrand. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> prince Florian. Oh, I knew that. Oh, did you actually? I, yes. Definitely wow. did. And do they ever say it? I don't think they say it. I don't, I don't know. know. You guys should. I only know it from this type of trivia thing. Do you know Rapunzel very well? Yeah. Okay. What is the name of the duet between Rapunzel and Flynn Rider as they sit in a boat with floating lanterns hovering around them? That's the one. And unless I see the light. Yeah. You just said it. Yeah. I see the light. Close enough. <laughs> I've know never little... seen that in my entire life. Really? No. <laughs> Me, actually, Are... I don't think I have either. Oh my God, you guys. I have to watch it with Michelle. Hi, Michelle. We okay. need to watch it together. Let's do it. Can I brush Michelle's hair while we watch it? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Michelle's call. <laughs> <laughs> with my hands. <laughs> with clammy hands. <laughs> no, with your dingle hopper. <laughs> God, these stupid hats. Okay. <laughs> Okay, here's another one. Yes, that was a double entendre, just so you know. (laughs) You know the little human girl from Monsters, Inc. as Boo. But what is her more human name? Booatrice. Mary. What? I didn't know that. They must say it. They must say it. The parents must say it at some point. Yeah, Mary. Right. Boo. Frozen's Prince Hans comes from a large family. How many brothers does he have? It's like 16 or something. It's a lot. It's not that many, but it's a lot. 12. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Good call. It's funny. I was going to say 12 first, and then I was like, that's not enough. Out of all the Disney films, one ma- one main character speaks the least. Which one is it? Um, out of all of the Disney films... One main character speaks the least. Didn't we have this trivia question where I was like, this is the only person who is like the name of the movie that doesn't talk? Yes. I don't remember what that was. <gasps> wow. Oh, that's 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 the description of the movie. It's You said the name of the movie is the it's character. the character. Yeah. It's on the wall. Is it well, Little yeah. Mermaid? No, she talks. Oh. It's Dumbo. It's Dumbo. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he speaks the least. I mean, he barely speaks at all, right? Well, I was just thinking she spoke less than most main characters because half the movie she can't talk, but that's not really true. Right. Doesn't he do like a, a trunk honk of some kind? Yeah. <laughs> he must. He must do a trunk honk. Okay, we'll do two more, okay? Yeah. Okay. Genie from Aladdin complained that being cooped up in a lamp gave him such a crank in the neck. How long? 10,000 years. 10,000 okay. years will give, give you such a crick in the neck. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. How many kids does Gaston want to have with Belle? Oh, God. Oh. Uh, it's a very specific answer. It's, uh... That's that? I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's number or number. Nine or ten? Less? Oh, thank God. 
five or six six or seven okay he does he say that in the he song? does and i was trying to think of the song and i can't do it because now all i have is in the light <laughs> oh wow that's how my brain works it's stuck from five minutes ago yeah yeah because he says six or seven strapping young boys yeah 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 okay this is good how old is Crush, the sea turtle, in Finding Nemo? A hundred and something, hundred and seventy-six. No, a little bit less. Hundred and forty. So close. Hundred and fifty. <laughs> yeah, you did it without anyone's years. help. <laughs> wow, that was impressive. Wow, Ash, good no job. No prodding whatsoever. Wow. <laughs> you so totally rock. You so totally rock. Dude. 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 All right. All right. All right. So since we just explained one of the worst movies we've ever watched, Mm -hmm. we'd like to recommend better things for you to... A little palate cleanser. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I would like to recommend the Apple TV series Bad Sisters. It's freaking great. Uh, It stars Sharon Horgan. She's a British comedian. Maybe she's Irish. I'm a jerk and I can't, I don't know the difference. Pick, I'm You're betraying your people no, right now. They're in Ireland, but I'm, I'm not sure if she is actually Irish or if she's just using an Irish accent. Oh, whatever. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so funny. Uh, she's in that other show, Catastrophe. That's so it's also Bad Sisters great. as in nuns, right? Nope. No? Oh. Not then at I'm all. looking at something different. Yeah, you sure are. It's four. <laughs> That's a porn. Is it four? Five <laughs> it's sisters? A porn. I can't remember. It's five sisters. It's called Bad Sisters? Bad Sisters. It's five sisters. That's not uh, it? No, that's definitely... It's sisters. More than one sister. Uh, I'm typing in Bad Sisters Apple TV. It's the first thing that's popping up. It's well, a nun story. It's definitely <laughs> not It's about it. bad nuns. No, so this is Now I want to watch this movie. Five grown sisters. Okay. And they all live very close to each other, and they have grown up together without parents. And Sharon Horgan plays the oldest sister, and she kind of raised these other girls. And one of the women is married to the world's worst person. His name's JP, or John Paul, and he's just a disgusting pile of shit. Mm. And the show starts out, you know, he's dead. He dies. Okay. And the rest of the show is before that, showing every episode, basically, the sisters trying to kill him. Oh, fun. (laughs) Because they're trying to save their sister from this monster. Uh, But it's hilarious. So it's kind of dark comedy. It's very dark comedy, but it is so funny. And there's there's a bunch of people in it that you'd recognize. I just can't. I don't know anybody's names. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it's great. It's on Apple. And it is. Sarah, I don't know how many episodes. How do you guys watch it? Do you need like a, a thing for that? I don't know anything about Apple TV. A smart TV. Yeah. I just yell at Alexa to do stuff. So you just put it on your normal TV? Yeah, it's on the TV. Okay. Through a do fire we... TV. Oh, so we could probably do it then on ours. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, who's I don't know say? what the internet is. So. No. Is that the internet? <laughs> Enhance. <laughs> well, cool. That sounds fun. I love me some dark comedies. That's like my fave. Uh, the other night we watched, in honor of the spooky oogie season, and in honor of doing the, what's it called? The, the Carlton? The 80s <laughs> yes, vibe? Yeah. We watched the movie from 1987, directed by Joel Schumacher, starring a very young Jason Patrick, 
A very young Corey Haim. Corey Feldman. No. Oh, and, and, and Haim. Corey Haim. Both and Corey Feldman. Oh, God, I know what this is. A younger Diane Weiss, somehow still middle-aged. A young Kiefer Sutherland. Uh-huh. Does that name piss me off? Take a guess. It does. It does. It's the Lost Boys. And on that note, I will also suggest that you look up Lost Boys Sexy Sax Scene. It's one of the funniest things ever where they they edit it so Jason Patrick looks like he's... They just keep looking at him and Corey Haim is looking back and forth and the guy's like... It's so good, Sarah. It's one of the best things ever made on the internet. It is perfection. Let's see that. This is the original scene. So much hip thrusting. Oh, yeah, and it also has, uh, what is her name? Terry something? She plays Star. Yeah. Terry something. No, Jamie Gertz. Jamie Gertz. I was thinking Terry Gar. Totally oh yeah, different yeah. person, but yeah. Gertz Gar, I get it. Yeah. No, that I mean that scene with the saxophone dude. If you've never seen The Lost Boys, there's no way to be prepared for that scene. Nope. And it's even better when it's you watch the YouTube so edit. So insane. Oh my god, I just recommended YouTube. Because it's like, <gasps> oh my god, you did. No, the whole movie, it's like a spooky '80s movie. A lot of shoulder pads, you know, those kind of jackets. A lot of '80s vibe. And then out of nowhere. They're like at an outdoor like rager kager party. With just fires everywhere. With fire so many fires. <laughs> so much fire. So much fire. Yeah. And there's these guys like headbanging. Like yeah. it's like metal. And but the like, music is no. what you just heard. <laughs> I still believe. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, and like wow. they're headbanging like it's hair metal. And the singer is disgusting. Mm-hmm. He's got like the greasiest ponytail. He's super like roided out buff guy. Very greasy. And he's wearing purple spandex. Purple spandex with like... That are very low. And what are those belts they used to wear in the 80s? It's like it's like a belt that goes around the crotch too. <laughs> don't know what it's that like is. like a harness. Yeah, it's like a harness. <laughs> harness for your dick. And I don't know why they existed. <laughs> but he's pretty cool. And as a kid, thought he was awesome. Watched it as a 39-year-old. It's even cooler. Reaper. Yeah. James had a hard time figuring out which character yeah. he wanted to be growing up. It's such a fun goddamn movie. I love that movie so much. Yeah, you're right, Ash. On one hand, I want to be the Lost Boys. Oh, for Cause sure. Because it's basically Peter Pan. It's called the Lost Boys. Yeah. And as a kid, I remember thinking these these group of vampires are scary. They are scary, but they're like, they're trying to um, terrorize this family. Uh-huh. But that's not... That's not what it is. Right. They're a they're a group of kids, teenagers that became vampires because the head vampire in the town made them vampires. Because mm-hmm. he he's taking advantage of these kids. Right. And they're lonely. Kiefer Sutherland is lonely, and he falls in love with Jason Patrick. He loves him. He's lusting for him. So I he makes him a vampire. That. And so the whole movie it's really sad actually because yeah. they just want to have friends. They're just like these lost kids. That live in a cave. Like Peter Pan. Like Peter Pan, yeah. The Lost Boys. And so, like, a part of me wanted to be the scary vampire dudes with rad jackets and ride dirt bikes mm-hmm. and stuff. But then the other part of me wants to be Corey Feldman and, and Corey Haim in that, in that regard. 
the frog brothers remember the frog brothers oh god they put like you know the bandanas around their head yes. and they go hunt vampires yes. what does he say truth justice in, in the, the american, american way. way i was like i want to also be those guys i can't decide what side i'm on man what a predicament and now that he's 39 he just wants to be the sexy sax man that's right that's right. I wrote down something I forgot to mention earlier, which is me saying to James while watching The Lost Boys, quote, why are all of your favorite things very, very homoerotic? <laughs> they really are. And he goes, make a mental note about that. <laughs> you asked it so angry, too. Yeah. Wow. Um, no, I'll, seriously, though. But that, seriously, why? Because they're all the best movies. Yeah. Top Gun. Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Can't think of any others. No, <laughs> Lost Boys, The Mighty Ducks is pretty homoerotic. Um, Stand by Me is kind of yeah. It's the same, right? Yeah, it's Interview with the Vampire. Inter- oh, it's so good, man. They're <laughs> no, lusting after each other. No, oh, it's, it's so good. Not. You're wrong. You're objectively I, I wrong. I agree. You're wrong, Sarah. I no, I'm not saying that I don't like the movie. Oh, speaking of, it's a bad Sarah, movie. Sarah, you got you and Emily love this movie. What do you think I'm talking about? It's to do with a vampire made in the '90s. Uh, it's so you guys love this movie. You're doing this to me, where you're putting me on the spot, and nothing's coming to my. Dracula. Oh, Bram yeah, Stoker's, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, yeah. With Keanu. Yeah, you remember that I did a project. Oh yeah, on you Flawed the Impaler with I my friend Carrie. Do remember? I was telling Ash. I was like, Sarah loved this movie growing up. Tenth grade, we had a history project where we had to pick like a real person yeah. in history and do a project on. Them. Well, we he just was like went a super rogue. violent guy. We did Vlad the Impaler. Which is cool. We shocked the hell out of our history teacher. It was fantastic. Um, but yeah, awesome. we just like used a ton of clips from that movie. And yeah. We built a castle out of her brother's Legos and used my, at one point, because we were talking about how like through time people have, I, I don't remember. It had something to do with dragons though. Yeah. There was something to do with dragons because I used my Rex like from from the Toy Story Rex mm-hmm. that I had hanging in my rearview mirror. That's awesome. And I swung him over the castle. Dude. And that was part of our like video. During the class? Oh, yo, you recorded that. We record saying. we made a whole long Oh, video. that's awesome. Yeah. That reminds me of me and my buddy Dylan, who we, we did a presentation on Last Mohicans. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I scalped Dylan in front of the class. <laughs> <laughs> he wore a wig. <laughs> We put a, a Ziploc bag full of fake blood, <laughs> oh, and then he put a wig over it, and then I pretended to scalp him, no and it way. was so much blood. It was so bad. The teacher kicked us out of the room, like, you can't do that here. We failed that class. <laughs> we failed that class. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. Well, there you go. There's the really cheesy horror genre stuff. <laughs> well, the animal hero of the week is the talking dog possessed by the spirit of Mr. Ed. Aww. We salute you, talking dog, and Mr. Ed, actually. Yeah. Yeah, both. Hope you enjoy your peanut butter in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I'll boop you on the nose when I get there. Aww. If I ever make it to heaven. You're right. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, well, we did it. We put together an entire episode. Hey. We did it. We entertained you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. See See you real soon. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email 
at disneydependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WRHatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.